Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hello, my beautiful ladies. It is another impromptu solo episode. I've noticed I haven't posted a solo episode in a few eps, and I try to make them more regular now because that's what you ask me for. So here I am at my office at 5 p.m., feet up on the desk. No one's here. Had a very, very long day, but I really feel like chatting with you at the moment. So Let's just get right into it. I wanted to talk about overthinking today. I am a chronic overthinker and it needs to change. I've noticed over the past few weeks, I've been in a lot of high stress environments with this company that I'm launching and we have a huge team, a lot of people, and there can be just a lot of stuff going on constantly. And this is all very new to me, building a huge freaking company and just not working by myself and my own pace on my own terms like this is just a whole big shift and I feel like when you're in an environment where you never have really been before that's when you go through a lot of learning and yeah I've just been self-reflecting a lot and I want to share this with you because I feel like a lot of you are going to relate to this overthinking is the worst thing you can do like honestly it is so stupid because most of the time what you're overthinking about, you make up these scenarios that don't actually even exist and it really takes away your power. So what I've noticed over the past few weeks, just life in general, I feel like when I'm stressed, I overthink a lot and that's a habit that I'm really consciously trying to change. And I now look back on situations that I overthought about like last week and I'm like, why did I get so worked out, worked up about this? First of all, it wasn't even true. Second of all, if it was true, it wouldn't even have mattered. Like I was thinking about things that like, why, why was I even getting worked up about this? It was just the weirdest thing. So what I'm trying to do now, all in all, we're all overthinkers. What I'm trying to do now is to just be more mindful in the moment when I'm feeling very reactive and I posted about this on my Instagram, like the whole reactive thing. Um, I went to a yoga class and it like really just like brought me back to me and reminded me not to be so reactive. And I'm not necessarily reactive to people or situations per se, but more in my mind, I'm reactive internally. I start thinking and going down a spiral like I was just talking about. And I think overthinking, reactiveness, all of that stuff just links back to stress and anxiety. So I guess this whole episode is going to be more about anxiety than overthinking. But um, yeah, you know, I've been, I've been feeling it and I'm, I think I'm doing as much as I can or at least a lot to try to combat that. So I want to talk about what I'm doing. Um, First of all, like I just mentioned yoga, like I've tried to find the time, even after having the craziest, busiest day, I try to find the time to go to yoga or do a meditation, or do something that literally involves no cell phones, no technology, no computers, no computers with emails popping up. Like I literally am turning my chair right now because my computer is in front of me. And I have emails that I haven't opened yet that I need to open. Um, 
but yeah, just spending time without technology. And for me, that's yoga or meditation or just going on a long walk and not even bringing my phone. So that is something that I've been doing to help with my anxiety and stress over these very high stress past few weeks, months, and it's really helped. Um, obviously, it hasn't fully worked because I still have been feeling some of that anxiety. Um, but yeah, you know, like we're all human and we all go through this. And I think understanding that there are things we can do is just super beneficial. The other thing that has really helped me is my morning routine, waking up early. I sound like a broken record, but I'm going to tell you something. I've been doing it super consistently lately. The 5.45 a.m. wake up used to be 5 a.m. last year, but I think until the sun gets up earlier, I'm going to do 5.45 because seriously, five o'clock when it's still dark out for hours and hours, it's just not a fun time. So in the summer, I'm more of a 5 a.m. girl, winter, 5.45. But it's really helped me with my stress and anxiety in this crazy busy time in my life because it allows me to spend time on me in the morning. Do you ever notice that when you wake up at like 7 or 8 and go right to work and your day just literally passes you by and you've never done any, you hadn't done anything for yourself the entire day? Like you're just always responding to people, reacting to things. Living in that state 24-7 is not healthy. It is not a positive state to live in. So waking up early and having that time for you where you're not exhausted after a super long day. Because a lot of people say, oh, why can't I just do a nighttime routine? It's different. You're in a different mental state, right? You aren't exhausted. You're refreshed. You're energized. You're motivated more likely in the morning. So having that time, putting that time aside for you is so important, girl. Like it is, even if it's an hour, it doesn't have to be 545. If you have to leave or if you have to wake up for work, let's say at 738, wake up at 630, right? Like wake up a little bit earlier and then just don't check your phone right when you wake up. Have a little routine that is for you, for your self-care, you know, and self-care can mean many different things. I do a whole mix of journaling and gratitude and to-do lists and all this stuff. But I also make my amazing cup of like herbal, like, I don't, I don't even know what to call it. Okay. Bit of backstory here before I get into what I'm drinking in the morning. I kind of quit coffee. Well, I kind of, I quit coffee six days ago. Today is February 19th. So I quit six days ago. I'm saying this because I want you guys to to know how long I've been doing this. And I'm so proud of myself. I'm talking about doing it for a long time. And it's funny that I'm doing it at a time where I'm super busy, but it had to be done because my stress hormones were so incredibly high the past month because of this work that I'm doing. The Influencer Academy, that company that I co-created that it's literally launching any fucking minute. And it's just, there's so much high stress stuff going on, like things failing last minute, like just typical startup life. Um, so my energy has been extremely stressed. And when you're really stressed and you... Fill your body with caffeine, especially if you're a sensitive little one like me and my body reacts to everything, you get even more stressed and your adrenals go freaking crazy and it's like everything in your life is out of whack. So I decided, you know what, F it, I don't care. You know, my ego is the thing telling me right now, oh, you don't have time to quit the coffee. Like you're so busy, do it in a few months. Like, no, I I need to listen to my like truest higher self here and be like, Mimi, it's time. 
your health is the most important. Your adrenals need some love. So anyway, long story short, quit the coffee six days ago, went right to the health food store to see if there are any alternatives. Because my favorite part, one of my favorite parts about my morning routine is having my coffee. Like there's nothing, there's no better feeling than waking up feeling a little bit like tired and just like mushy and then having a hot cup of coffee and then feeling the benefits. It's like the best, do I sound like an addict? Oh my God. It's like the best thing ever. But um, I'm happy to say that this has been a better experience than I anticipated. I really built it up to be this huge, awful thing, the quitting coffee thing in my head. It hasn't been that bad. I've had to take ibuprofen, like headache painkillers twice because my I've had such bad migraines because of the caffeine thing. But honestly, day six, I feel totally fine now. And as you can hear from my peppiness, I feel natural energy. Like I actually feel like me, like when I was drinking so much coffee and not so much. Okay. I was having two cups a day. Like that's not so much, but for me, like I mentioned before, I'm like such a tiny little human that everything affects me really intensely. So I was getting like those like crashes and I just wasn't feeling like me. And now I kind of feel like me now. And I, my energy is a lot more balanced. I'm less anxious and I just feel better. I think I'm going to do this for a while. I think I'm, I'm going to do this for a while until I really feel like I'm a hundred percent energized naturally. And then if I feel like having coffee once in a while, then I'm going to do that. But right now I'm not anticipating going back to the daily habit of it. All in all, going back to my morning routine, I have went. To, I went to the health food store and I found these natural alternatives for coffee. I'm gonna probably post my Instagram story to show you guys what I've been using. But I've like mastered the perfect drink that kind of replicates my like coffee craving in the morning, and it's like full of um, like healing uh, herbs and adaptogenic mushrooms and some cacao in there. There is a little bit of yerba mate, which is like a natural caffeine, but not that much. Like I'm still having tea and stuff with caffeine, but like it, cause tea doesn't do anything really for me. Um, and natural caffeine like doesn't do too much for me, weirdly, considering I'm so sensitive to caffeine, but I haven't noticed that big of a difference, I guess, cause my body's so used to intense caffeine from coffee for so long. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm doing that and mixing it. So I have like two different powders. I'll show you guys my Instagram stories. So stay tuned on that. But I'm doing this like amazing cacao yerba mate herbal uh, powder. And then I'm also mixing it with this like adaptogenic latte powder with like coconut milk powder in it. I don't know. It was it, the, the ingredients in both are amazing. I do like one tablespoon of each. Put that in my Vitamix, uh, which I love, by the way. I just got it a few months ago, which I love. And then... I heat up some hot water on in the kettle and then I put like a quarter cup, no, like probably half a cup of ca- uh, uns- unsweetened cashew milk in my mug, put it in the microwave. I know kind of bad, right? Um, put it in the microwave to heat it up. I heard microwaves are bad, but I use it just for my milk in the morning. Okay. Anyway, I heat up my half cup of unsweetened cashew milk, heat up water, on the stove and then I put the water um, in my mug after it's boiled to make it one full cup. I don't like doing all cashew milk because right in the morning it kind of is too heavy on my tummy um, and unnecessary because I don't really feel like you need all that. It tastes kind of the same. So it's basically like a third cashew milk and then the rest, two thirds uh, water. And then I put, after measuring that liquid out, you guys know I'm so specific, so sorry if I'm losing you. After you measure out that liquid, you put it into the Vitamix. I add a teaspoon of raw organic honey 
and some cinnamon and I blend it up and it's freaking delicious. It's like a hot cocoa, herbal, mushroomy, adoptogenic drink. It's delicious. And it's been helping with my, um, you know, stress and everything as well because of the herbs and the mushrooms and stuff. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. And then I do my morning routine full of journaling and goal setting and just reading over everything that I want to accomplish in my life. And it feels really good. It feels really, really good. And Ben's still in the bed. The hardest thing about my morning is leaving Ben in my bed. Like, oh yeah, we moved in together. I haven't told you that yet. I'm going to do a podcast with him in the next few weeks talking about us moving in together. So I'm not going to spill too much yet, but I moved in with Ben after two years, two and a bit years of dating him. We've moved in together and I've never been happier. We, it's like better than I expected. We literally are meant to be living together. But yeah, the hardest thing in the morning is leaving Ben in bed because like he's all like warm and yummy and mushy and like half asleep and it's like my favorite time to cuddle him. Um, so yeah, after I do my morning routine and I have my yummy cacao adaptogenic drink, then I go back into bed and give him some kisses and cuddles and it's literally the most blissful morning. Oh yeah, and I do my meditation, my visualization meditation before I go cuddle with him. And then after I cuddle with him, I turn my phone on and then get ambushed with emails and texts. And at that point, it's probably 6.30 a.m. And I'm ready for the day. But all in all, that is what's been keeping me sane. Me time, no technology, morning routines. I'm trying to do a night routine too because of this extremely high stress time. I don't usually need it, but I've been needing it, let me tell you. Nighttime routine is essentially turn off technology at 8 p.m., 8 to 9, I'm reading a book or cuddling with Ben or having just no technology, like no watching TV, no nothing, just either having amazing conversation with my love, cuddling in bed, reading a book, having a bath. You know, I don't usually meditate at night. I'm usually too lazy, but um, I could do that as well. So that really helps me because when I'm high anxiety stress, I have really bad sleep. So that really helps me in having some tea before bed as well. I love licorice and peppermint tea, um, like licorice peppermint. There's one tea together. I know it sounds really weird. I'm not a licorice person. I hate it as a food. But my friend Chessie King once told me when I went to her house to record a podcast, she told me to try this tea. And I at first said no because I don't like licorice. And then she was like, no, trust me. And then I tasted it and it's the best thing I've ever had. It's like it, it curbs your sweet tooth instantly, first of all. Second of all, it just tastes so good and not like licorice. So go check that out. Licorice and peppermint tea. Anyway, I'm just on a total rant today. This was just a random catch up slash talking about anxiety and stress podcast. Um, I'm so excited to do the podcast with Ben about us moving in together. We actually just found an incredible apartment that we're going to rent for three months. Got it for such an epic deal as well in Vancouver because we're not really technically living here yet. Like we have to figure out our situation. I might move somewhere else depending on um, what's happening with work. So all in all, life is still cray cray, but I'm still trying to make it happen. Another life update, I've just signed to an agency, which I'm really happy about. I have management now, INF agency. They're really sweet and awesome. So I have a little bit off my plate, which is awesome. I, I had to just delegate like my brand branded partnership stuff because the Influencer Academy, like this company I co-created, it's, it's my full time, like 12 hour day job at the moment. I don't have time for anything else as much. 
I'm really trying with the podcast to be uploading frequently and just with everything else in life to keep it all together. And I think I'm doing a really good job at it. But honestly, you guys have no idea. It's been incredibly, incredibly eye-opening. And I've just learned so much about business and launching a new huge brand that has, you know, it's bigger than me. It's way bigger than me. The whole team is bigger than me. You know, like it's, it's something I've never done before. So much more coming on that soon. I really want to talk about it when it, when it's launched, you know, so you can actually go tangibly see it. But I've learned a lot about myself throughout the process too. You know, I think it's good to go through high stress situations sometimes because it really, you know, it tests how you handle it. And I think that's really important. You need to know how to handle it because if you don't, then you're just maybe one day going to be hit with something huge and go bananas. I think it's good to go through stressful times sometimes, but you just have to really know how to practice self-care throughout the entire journey. You know what I mean? And we all have time. Like, listen, this is coming from someone who's probably running about four different businesses at the moment, almost full time, like my personal brand, my podcast, the influencer Academy. And then I have my app that I'm launching in the spring. Like I'm, I'm doing a lot. And then I have a relationship, the guy that I just moved in with. And then I have like my own shit. And it's like, I feel like I'm doing so much, but coming from me, you always have time for yourself. You have to block it out in your calendar. You have to, whether it's an hour walk by yourself, waking up earlier, not watching TV when you get home and going to bed earlier and waking up earlier or just having a nighttime routine and having a nice bath and listening to jazz, like all these things you can do. So all in all, that's it for me today. I hope you're having a lovely week and I just cannot wait for you guys to see what's going to be going on in the next few months. I love you all. Bye-bye.